0: I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Hey, thanks for joining us. To all of you watching via Facebook, welcome to the program. Davao City reverts to general community quarantine following a spike in COVID-19 cases there. President Rodrigo Duterte placed the city under stricter quarantine protocols, effective immediately and will last until the end of the month. Data from the health department show COVID-19 cases in Davao City increased by 51 percent from November 1 to 17. National Task Force Against COVID-19 Head Carlito Galvez Jr. described the situation in Davao City as alarming. Well, President Rodrigo Duterte set to issue an executive order allowing the Food and Drug Administration to approve the emergency use authorization of several COVID-19 vaccines. FDA Director General Eric Domingo said that authorization will allow the use of a vaccine even if it is still under development. That's as long as it has low health risks and will benefit those who will receive it.
1: If a fast track yung paggamit ng bakuna, ay, uh, talagang binabantayan, imbes ng mabantayan natin, halimbawa ng dalawang taon, yung mga nabakunakan na, ito 3 to 4 months pa lang, kung maganda naman yung resulta, gagamitin na natin siya. Pero
2: at the same time, babantayan natin ngayon lahat ng mga nabakunahan.
0: But the health department says the vaccines will still have to undergo a thorough screening before Filipinos can get immunized. The Philippine government approved on Thursday a 2.5 billion peso advance payment to pharmaceutical firms that are in the final stages of developing a vaccine.
1: That means they have to go through our vaccine experts panel where they evaluate all of these claims uh, from phase one to phase three, after which if they give a positive recommendation for the vaccine, it goes through the ethics review board and the food and drug administration processes. So this kind of process will ensure our public that we are really making sure that all of these vaccines that will be provided to them will be safe and will be effective and will do the purpose that it is intended.
0: More than 413,000 individuals have been infected with COVID-19 in the Philippines after 1,300 new cases were reported on Thursday. The death toll is nearing the 8,000 mark while recoveries are close to 375,000. A social weather station survey shows 66% of adult Filipinos are willing to get vaccinated against COVID-19 if a vaccine is made available. According to the survey, conducted from September 17 to 20 this year by phone, 32% of Filipinos will definitely get the vaccine while 34% said they would probably get the vaccine. On the other hand, 31% of those surveyed said they are unwilling to get the vaccine. The survey covered 1,200 200 adult Filipinos. The survey also found that Filipinos are more willing to get the vaccine against COVID-19 compared to a similar survey in 2019 involving the Dengvaxia vaccine. In the 2019 survey, only 42 percent of respondents were willing to get the Dengvaxia vaccine. The CEO of biotech company Moderna says its vaccine against COVID-19 is not a silver bullet against the virus. Instead, it should be used alongside other public health practices before the majority of the world's population could be immunized. Moderna's vaccine showed a 94.5% efficacy in preventing COVID-19, and those that got infected during its trials only had mild symptoms. Stéphane Bensal also said Moderna is on track to deliver millions of doses before the year ends. It's not a silver bullet. What we need is we need surveillance to be stronger. Uh, we need uh, public health measures because you have no other way at the beginning. This is your best weapon and you need to use it well. Uh, we think this could be a game changer and hopefully I hope getting the vaccine approved under emergency use before the end of the year. We're making as much product as we can, and we said we'll have, before the end of the year, 20 million doses, ready to ship as soon as we have regulatory approval. More than 56.8 million people have fallen ill with COVID-19 all over the world, 1.3 million of whom have died. Hungary imports Europe's first doses of Russia's coronavirus vaccine. Budapest plans to conduct trials and possibly produce Sputnik V. The drug was hailed by Russian President Vladimir Putin as the world's first registered COVID-19 vaccine back in August. Sputnik V has not undergone advanced clinical trials and has not yet been assessed by the European Medicines Agency. Under EU rules, the vaccine must be authorized by the regulator before it can be marketed in any state of the 27 nation bloc. Meanwhile, the first 120,000 doses of Coronavac, a COVID-19 vaccine developed by China's Sinovac Biotech, have arrived in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The doses will be stored in an undisclosed warehouse as the state awaits the approval of Brazil's national health regulator. The cargo is part of a batch of 6 million doses being imported from China. Final phase three trials to assess the efficacy and safety of the vaccine are still ongoing in Brazil, Indonesia and Turkey. A company based in California will roll out at-home COVID-19 test kits in the U.S. early next year. Take a look at how the test works in this report.
2: You can get the results immediately and, and a test that you can offer to patients at home.
1: California-based Lucera Health has been given emergency food and drug administration approval for the first do-it-yourself COVID-19 test kit that not only lets you test at home, but also get the results in less than an hour. Dr. John Chow's team at Hospital Operator Sutter Health helped to clinically validate the rapid at-home test.
2: Our experience with it typically yielded a positive result within 15 minutes, um, I think as early as 11, and you can only be sure that, that, um, that it is not positive or that it is negative around 30 minutes. The huge advancement here isn't the speed itself, but the ability to have a test that is on par or at least close to par as the, what we consider the gold standard PCR testing and doing it at a very rapid time.
1: This week's emergency use authorization for the rapid test comes at a critical time as coronavirus infections continue to see a record surge across the country and long lines at testing sites. Dr. Chow explains how the test works.
2: Take the batteries out of the wrapper, insert it into the device, ensuring the orientation is correct. Unwrap the nasal swab, swab each nary five times, and then take the swab, dip it into the vial, swirl it around 15 times, take the swab and discard it, close the cap, and then push the whole thing down, which will engage the the process of testing. And that gets the test started.
1: An indicator light reveals the test results. Despite promising vaccine trial results released this week from Pfizer and Moderna, the distribution of a vaccine is still months away, leaving testing as a crucial tool in stopping the spread of the virus. Sutter will be one of two hospitals to be the first to get their hands on the kits. Sutter hopes that will be within a month or two, but that doesn't mean the kits will be going home that quickly. The hospital operator has decided to first use the kits to help clear the testing logjam at hospitals.
2: Our initial use will be really for the patients who are at the most need until there's enough capacity to expand it. We will probably start using it within the point of care setting and then expand to the home use setting as we get more and more kits.
1: Sutter expects to make the test available for at-home use by prescription only for people over 14 years old sometime in the first quarter of next year. The test manufacturer Lucera is planning a national rollout by spring 2021 and says the test should cost around $50.
0: In other news, the Philippine Senate calls on the Education Department to review its learning modules. Senators grilled the Education Department during the agency's budget hearing Thursday. Senator Grace Poe pointed to a learning module, body-shaming actress Angel Locsin, and urged the agency to evaluate its sensitivity programs to avoid unnecessary statements. Senator Francis Pangilinan meanwhile slammed the depiction of a farmer's family wearing ragged clothes, saying it promotes stereotypes against farmers.
1: Yeah. We understand that a uh, vast majority of our farmers are poor, uh, but to uh, stereotype them, it's like what will be a message to our citizens that hindi katagap ang maging magsasaka. Ibig sabihin dapat may sensitivity um, program yung DepEd para hindi naman ito nangyayari.
0: Education Secretary Leonor Briones vowed a proper investigation into those modules and those issues. Meanwhile, Senator Ralph Recto called out the DepEd for not fully utilizing TV and radio for its blended learning program. Drivers without cashless payment stickers in their vehicles will not be fined when they use tollways this Christmas season. That assurance coming from the Metro Pacific Tollways Corporation. See two weeks ago, the transport department ordered tollway management to fully implement a radio frequency identification system by the 1st of December. Motorists have since scrambled to get RFID tags, even if some of them aren't frequent users of the tollways.
1: Alalahanin po natin, hindi naman po lahat ng tao gumagamit ng expressway every day. Ang aming pong forecast, ang aming pong target, ay based po yan sa araw-araw na bilang namin on the average. So malapit na po namin ma-fulfill yung 100% at inaasahan po namin kung meron mang darating doon na walang RFID, doon pa rin sa toll gates namin makakabitan
0: some senators believe tollways should still have a cash payment option despite the shift to cashless payment systems. Two ETAs, who are allegedly part of a local communist group, the New People's Army, are about to become the test cases of the contentious anti-terrorism act. Japer Gurung and Junior Ramos are facing terrorism charges for allegedly engaging in a shooting spree with the military in Zambales last August leading to the death of one soldier. They're currently detained at the Olongapo City Jail. The Central Luzon Chapter of the National Union of People's Lawyers maintains that the pair is innocent and does not have any links to the NPA. It also says that the two men have allegedly suffered what it describes as quote, horrendous torture while they were under the military's custody for six days.
2: They were even forced to eat a human pieces. They were tortured, they were tied, they were even hung upside down. Uh, they were made to uh, drink um, uh, a liquid with, uh, with pepper. Uh, they were uh, uh, threatened to be killed. Uh, they were told that some of them were already shot uh, at close range and so on and so forth.
0: An Abu Sayyaf uh, subleader and a member of the terrorist group were killed by government troops in Panamao, Sulu, Friday morning. Troops encountered the group of Hatib Binda in Barangay Kawasan, leading to a firefight. Soldiers were able to recover Binda's body. Pursuit operations led to the death of the second Abu Sayyaf member, identified as Bencio Barahama. The military said both Binda and Barahama were involved in the group's kidnapping activities in the Philippines' boundaries with Malaysia and Indonesia. Veteran journalist Virgil Santos again highlighting the importance of MEDA's job to fact-check statements of public officials. That's after President Duterte unleashed a vicious tirade against Vice President Lenny Robredo during his recent televised state address. Some of Duterte's statements claiming Robredo used military assets for her visit to typhoon-affected areas and that it was Robredo who started an online trend questioning his whereabouts during Typhoon Ulysses, well, those turned out to be false. Santa says journalists can set the record straight, even call out public officials who make false statements.
1: The government can can, uh, can, uh, can manipulate uh, can do all sorts of manipulative uh, effort to to make life difficult for 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 the press. Um, every president actually does that, uh, but the the uh, but um, the the uh, the um, the point is that the press should not allow the president to do that. We have a job to do. And, 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 and the job is to get at the truth so that anyone who says or propagates something other than the truth, we should call out.
0: Georgia completes its hand audit of the ballots in the recent election and confirms Joe Biden is the winner in the state. The audit was launched after unofficial results showed Biden leading President Donald Trump by about 14,000 votes. Georgia's chief election official, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, a Republican, is expected to formally certify Biden's victory on Friday. That's despite pressure from Trump, who claims without evidence that there were widespread irregularities in the election.
2: I think the logical conclusion is this is a common plan, a common scheme, it comes right directly from the Democrat party and it comes from the candidate, clearly. That's the reason why Hillary Clinton said, don't concede even if you're losing. That's the reason we had a Freudian slip by the candidate and he said he had the best voter fraud team in the country. That's the reason why he probably didn't have to go out and campaign. He had to have known what they were going to do. This had to be planned in advance.
0: Biden is the first Democratic presidential candidate to win Georgia since Bill Clinton in 1992. He is not concerned Trump's refusal to concede the election will prevent a transfer of power, but he says it sends a negative message about the U.S.
2: I think they're witnessing incredible irresponsibility incredibly damaging messages being sent to the rest of the world about how democracy functions. And I think it is... uh, um, Well, I don't know his motive, but I, I just think it's totally irresponsible.
0: Well, the global economy is recovering from the depths of the pandemic, but there are signs of slowing momentum, especially in countries with resurging infection rates. That's the assessment of the International Monetary Fund and its new report for G20 major economies. It underscores the uneven nature of recovery, warning the crisis would likely leave deep unequal scars. IMF Managing Director Kristalina Georgieva meanwhile hailed what she called significant progress in vaccine development. But she cautioned the economic path ahead remains difficult and prone to setbacks. Moving out of sports, for the second straight season, the Golden State Warriors won't have their all-star shooting guard, Klay Thompson. An MRI confirmed Thompson suffered a season-ending tear to his right Achilles tendon, which he suffered during a workout in Southern California. The 30-year-old Thompson had missed all of last season after tearing his left ACL during a Game 6 of the 2019 NBA Finals. The Warriors have moved quickly to fill Thompson's spot in the roster. The dubs are on the verge of acquiring OKC Thunder wingman Kelly Obrey Jr., who was part of the trade that sent all-star point guard Chris Paul to the Phoenix Suns. And that'll do it for today. Thanks for keeping us company the whole week this week. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Play back the interviews, too, on ANC's YouTube channel. Keep safe, everyone. Keep it here on ANC.